discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house of God? Give the Lord a shout. Say, I'm going forward. I'm advancing in all spheres of my life. I am advancing in all spheres of my life. I am full of health. My health is flourishing. I'm getting stronger and stronger and greater and wiser by the day. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Say, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I am full of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, I'm wise. I'm wise. I'm wise. I'm wise. I have an excellent spirit. I have an excellent spirit. Prosperity is mine. Prosperity is mine. I'm advancing on all spheres of my life. On all spheres. On all spheres. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And I'm wise. Jesus is living in me. Jesus is alive in me. Therefore, I cannot be overcome. The Bible says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. I'm born of God. I've overcome all things. I've overcome depression. I've overcome sickness. I've overcome poverty. I've overcome failure. I'm only going higher and higher. I'm shining. I'm shining. I'm shining. Wow. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad I know you. Because you are a success. I'm glad I'm associated with you. Man. I'm just glad I'm associated with you. You are a success. You are a success. You will never fail in your life. You will keep producing fruits all the days of your life. You are like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. You are producing fruits. You are producing fruits all the days of your life. You will never be sad in your life. Tell anybody, you will never be sad in your life. You will always be smiling. You will always be laughing. You will always be full, you will always be full of excitement. Because of the presence of God that is in you. You know, the Bible says that in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Tell your neighbor, the presence of God is dwelling in you. Tell your neighbor, tell it that the presence of God is dwelling in you. You will never be sad in your life. You will never be sad in your life. I take sadness away from you. 
Joy is yours. Joy is yours. And pleasures, 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 excitement, nice things, good things, prosperity, luxurious things. Hey. Luxurious things is what you will enjoy all the days of your life. I'm full of health. I'm full of health. The blood of Jesus Christ is flowing through my body. It's flowing through my body. Every cell is anointed by the Holy Ghost. Every cell in my body is full of the blood of Jesus. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I'm full of health. And I'm crossing 70 with ease. I'm crossing 70 and crossing 80 with ease. No sickness, no disease, no hypertension, no diabetes, no low blood pressure. None of those things in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm full of health. I'm full of health. I'm full of health. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Hallelujah. Can you sense the anointing of God's spirit? When you speak the word of God like that, you are welling up the anointing. That's what is happening. You are welling up the anointing. So don't keep quiet. You don't do it only in church. Yes. Do it in your, in your house. Yes. As you are walking around, just be thanking God. Thank you, Father, that I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. What you say is what you will get. Yes. Thank you that my life is full of goodness. Yes. I will not break down mentally. Yes. I will not break down health-wise in, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. Whatever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of Jesus. One of our sisters was diagnosed with a particular sickness and she was supposed to die four years ago. She has lived beyond it. The word works. Yeah. Yes. It says, if you be willing and obedient, if you be willing. See, I'm willing. I'm willing for long life. I'm willing for health. I'm willing for prosperity. Yes, I'm willing to do what God wants me to do. Yes. And I'm obedient to the word of God. Therefore, I keep going forward. I keep going higher. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. What a blessing. Father, thank you for this blessing that we have. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who leads and guides us. Yes, who teaches us your word. Dear Holy Spirit, we are grateful. We are thankful for your presence, for your goodness. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for all the things you have been teaching us and saying to us all these years. Thank you for showing us the way of life. Yes, thou shalt show me the path of life. In thy presence there is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Thank you for showing us the path of life. Thank you for bringing us into fullness of joy. We are grateful. Thank you that today is full of your grace. Yes, your word proceeds with power, with clarity. And thank you that you grant us understanding. Thank you that every single word means something to us. Yes, you bring changes. Help us hear correctly. Bring changes into our hearts. Let your word go directly into the soil of our hearts. Yes, thank you that anything that will distract us is taken away completely in the name of the Lord Jesus. We mix your word with faith, with joy, and with excitement, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. 
Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seat in heavenly places. It's always nice to have the opportunity to share the word of God with you too, with such wonderful people like yourselves. Hallelujah. I'm sharing on bearing fruit spiritually, part four. Hallelujah. I shared a lot of things last week, isn't it? I ended with the second man, the first and the second man, isn't it? And I spoke about how that the second man is Christ Jesus, who is the Lord from heaven. That is the new creation, isn't it? Yes. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49. Let me start from there. First Corinthians 15, 49. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we've borne the image of the earthy. We've borne the image of Adam over the years. I mean, it's so easy to bear the image of Adam. Because it's like Adam is Adam is our grandfather. A lot of Christians, you know, talk about how that they are not good. They are not, you know, they can't do a lot. I can't do this. I can't stop this. I've missed my what? My old life. Wow. That's a very wild thing to say, isn't it? It's very easy to bear the image of the ethic. Adam. And the things that Adam brought by virtue of his sin. It's very easy. So there are Christians who identify themselves. Their identification is of this world. It's not supposed to be like that. God doesn't want us to identify ourselves with this world. Like, I'm a sinner. Oh, wretched man that I, such as I am. No, God doesn't want you to talk like that. Because it is not true. Are you born again? Yeah. I thought you were born again. Ask your neighbor, are you born again? Yeah. What do your neighbor say? Yeah. If you are not born again, then we'll lead you to Christ today. We'll give you the opportunity. But if you are born again, you are not like the people of this world. You are different. You are what? Different. You live in two worlds. Even though you are here physically, you are not. Your life is not from here. Jesus is your, your life. The Bible, calls, the Bible says that when Christ, who is our life? Jesus is our life now. Do you see? Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. It says, for you are dead. Can you imagine? That the old you, which is after the image of Adam, is dead. The old nature the nature of sin, the nature of poverty, the nature of sickness. Do you see? The nature of failure, the nature of destruction and wickedness has been supplanted by the life of God. It says, for you are dead and your life, your new life is hidden with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, Paul said, As for me, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. He's talking about his old self or the old man. 
the nature, what I remember last week I showed you the, the those who were after Adam, okay, the nature that you have. Everybody who is born into this world is born with the nature of Adam. If you are born by a human sperm, brother, naturally speaking, you are you are Adam's child. It's what default settings. You cannot help it. That is why a child easily learns how to insult and be wicked. I mean, this is just a baby. A baby can just slap another baby. I mean, these are babies, oh. Have you seen some before? Yes. Or bites. Yes. I saw a baby biting another baby. See, you are like very hard. How, where did she learn it from? She's not seen anybody biting anybody before. But it just, it just came out of her. Because of Adam's transgression. Yes. It's inside. Now, when you get born again, that nature of wickedness, of sin, of helplessness, of failure, poverty, and sickness is completely removed. And a new nature is given to you. Yes. So Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. The old man is crucified with Jesus. When Jesus hung on the cross and said it was finished, he meant it. All the old life, old nature, old problems, old things, whatever, was taken away completely. It was wiped away completely. I thought you'd be happy about it. Yes, it was wiped away completely. Do you see? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I'm alive. I live. Yet I am not the one living. Yet not I, not the old man. But Christ liveth in me. The life that I now exist and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus is now my life. My life is the life of Christ. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he's saying. He says, Christ liveth in me. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So as you are moving around, Christ is the one moving around. Hey. <laughs> Jesus has expression through you. In Isaiah chapter 53, where it talks about Jesus' suffering, you know, if you read from verse 1, it says, Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire. He's talking about Jesus' death, and the, 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 the things that happened before he went to the cross. Jesus was so beaten and so battered that his face was disfigured, and his body was mutilated. They beat him and tore his back and the stripes. That's why the Bible says, without that, we wouldn't have had healing. The tearing of his back is what gives us healing. By his stripes are we healed. Do you see? Yes. With that, and those stripes, even though Jesus is resurrected, has resurrected from the dead, those stripes are still there because those stripes are a reference point for your health and your healing. So you, you have a right to healing and health because... It's been paid for. Someone paid, someone got sick for you. So you don't have to be sick. The one who got sick for you is called Jesus Christ. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should be designed. I mean, he was so beaten that there was no, his beauty, everything just left. He was disfigured. They beat him, it was not easy. Because of you. The big Jesus because of you. Tell your neighbor. Neighbor. 
they beat Jesus because of you. Yes. The beatings you deserve. Tell me about the beatings you deserve for all your wrongs, your fornications, your lying, your wickedness, your some wayness, your unforgiveness. What else? Your what? Your bitterness was pay, he, he pay, was given to him. He, he took it. Yes, yes. He was beaten for you. Have you caught a thief before? The beatings that they give to a thief. All of us sitting are thieves. In one way or the other. Ah, you slept with someone, someone who is not your wife. You've stolen someone's, someone's pleasure. My friend, get out. You're a thief. Hey! Stolen waters. Yes. Hey! Your foolishness was placed on him. Yes, so that you will not be accused. So that you will not be destroyed. Clap for, let's clap for Jesus. Are you grateful to Jesus for what he has done for you? Yeah. These are the things that Jesus did. Look at the story. It's a long read, but I just want to show you something. It says he is despised. Jesus was despised so that you can be accepted. Yes. So you have to be accepted. When you're applying for a job, use this verse. Jesus was despised and rejected of men so that I will not be despised and rejected of men. As I'm going, I have acceptance. I will be accepted. My application will be accepted. I cannot be rejected. Why? Because I, have, I was rejected in Christ. When Jesus was rejected, I was also rejected. Yes. That is why the Bible says that we are accepted in the beloved. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. I can show you. It's according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5. Verse 6. I don't want us to read too much. Verse 6. Go to verse 6, please. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. He has made us accepted. God has accepted us. If God has accepted us, which human being can reject you? No human being can reject you. So I cannot be rejected in my life. I am accepted. Wherever I go. I, I think you should say something. Say I'm accepted. Wherever I go. I have favor. I have favor. I will get a good job. How many of you are looking for a job? If you are looking for a job, lift your hand. Or you want to change jobs. Receive a new job now in Jesus' name. Ah, but you just got a job. Why you, you, you want to change? Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive a new job now in Jesus' name. Amen. A well-paying job in Jesus' name. Amen. A job that pays in dollars in Jesus' name. Amen. A job that pays in pounds. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Contracts. Receive contracts that pay in millions of dollars. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Jesus was rejected so that you will be accepted. He is despised and rejected. A man of sorrows. Jesus bore your sorrows. So that you will never be sorrowful. So don't blame us when we are happy. We were sad in Christ. We were sad in Jesus when he went to the cross. When he was being beaten. The sorrow that Jesus had was our sorrow. He took the sorrow so that our joy might be full in him. Hallelujah. I'll never be sad in my life. <laughs> depression is very far from me. I'll never be depressed in my life. Say I'll never be depressed in my life. Ask him, but why are you depressed? What is wrong with you? Because of that boy? Because your, because your school fees has not been paid? Oh. 
No. Refuse to be depressed. A man acquainted with grief. He was acquainted with grief. Like, grief was his friend. Best friend. Yes. He acquainted himself with grief so that you will acquaint yourself with goodness and laughter. Yes. And joy. And grace. These are things that Jesus did. But go to the last verse. The last verse of this chapter. It's very nice. You can read it. You see Jesus' suffering and what his suffering did for you. This is uh, verse 12. Go to verse 11. Let's read verse 11. It says, He shall see the travel of his soul. He says, God shall see the travel of Jesus' soul. And this happened when Jesus was on the cross. Jesus said, Eloi, Eloi, or Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. Someone said what? How did the person say it? <laughs> the person said something. He was trying to say Eli, Eli, right? Eli, Eli, or Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was forsaken by God so that you can be accepted by God. Yes. He shall see the travel of his soul and shall be satisfied because sin needed to be punished. Do you see? Sin needed to be what? Punished. Just imagine if you are the headmaster of a secondary school and you give a rule that nobody should jump the wall to go to town. And when you give the, the rule, the first person who jumped the wall was your son. And the, pan, the, the rule you gave was such that nobody can survive the flogging. The lashes are such that it will lead to death. Because you are the judge. So you decide, headmaster, nobody should go out. Because you have seen a lot of students going out and all that. So you are like, you are giving a very strict instruction. Nobody, should, if you go out, we are going to lash you. You end up at Akawi. You end up in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, uh, something. And then the first person who transgressed, the first person who, who jammed the wall was your son. Will you say you will not punish your son? Because you were there. Your son was also there. All of us were there when you were talking. Now that your son has jumped, you will not do anything. Do something to your son. We are all looking. God had to be a good judge. Because God, God has set an example in the, in the universe. When Lucifer and the angels did the wrong, did wrong, what happened? God judged them. Now, when Adam came and Adam also did the wrong, what should God do? He must judge. But Adam is God's treasured inheritance. Or humanity is God's treasured inheritance. And God could not just like delete humanity just like that so he had to come and come and take the punishment so as a headmaster you remove your shirt and you lie on the bench and they, you say give it to me bring it bring it on that's what god did just so that he can save you god took the punishment you see the punishment was the punishment had to be meted out so that uh, the the universal the the universal Whatever. God's kingdom can be, God can be satisfied with the punishment. The punishment needed to be correct. The person killed that young girl. He deserves to be hanged. Don't talk about love here. There's no love in this one. It's called justice. Without justice, our society will not work. Or, yes, everybody must know that if you go along this line, if you take a life, your life will be taken. Life for life. One Nigerian um, singer was killed by the husband through beatings. Eh? Somewhere last. The guy has been hanged. They hanged the husband sharp. I mean, you did this, 
you are you are going to get they have children no they have children i mean in your in a normal mind it's like or in in a no, in, on a normal like oh let's let so that the children will not be denied of their father they've hanged their father yeah just like that justice so god had to meet out justice with the same energy he meted out when he was meeting out justice to the other group but who can take the who can take the wrath of god and survive you can't take the wrath of god and survive it's not possible yes you can't when adam when uh, uh, elijah was making a sacrifice to god the competition between elijah and the prophets of baal the priest of baal i don't know if you remember the, those stories <laughs> Elijah made them pour a lot of water on the on the sacrifice. A lot of water all over the place. So the water was all over. And Elijah prayed to God. And the fire that came from heaven consumed the sacrifice, consumed the water, consumed all the stones upon which the, the, the sacrifice was, consumed everything and removed the whole ground. Because God's judgment was greater than the sacrifice they were giving. Yes. Greater. But in Christ, God's judgment. So Jesus came to take all of God's judgment. The full manifold expression of God's judgment was received by Jesus Christ. Yes. So God was satisfied. That's what he's saying here. God was satisfied in Isaiah chapter 53. He says, he shall see the trouble of his soul and shall be satisfied. The full wrath of God was satisfied when Jesus died. So God is not angry with you anymore. I think you should clap for Jesus Christ. So. You see, these are the reasons why you should be grateful to Jesus all the time. Yeah. Then he says, by his knowledge, by what I'm saying now, by his knowledge, by the knowledge of Jesus Christ, shall many, shall my righteous servant justify many. By preaching, by letting people know what Jesus has done, shall many be justified. Then he says, for he shall bear their iniquities. Hmm? Then there's a place where he says that he shall see his seed. So Jesus' days, when Jesus resurrected from the, from the dead, he could give life. If you remember last week I mentioned it, Jesus said, as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. That life was given to you and I when we got born again. The day you got born again, you were recreated. So your, 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 your spirit man has been recreated. Do you see? There's a new you that is in there. Look at this. Isaiah 53 verse 10 says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. That's what happened. His soul was made an offering for sin. For he shall, he shall see his seed. After his, his soul is made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. We are the seed that comes out of Jesus Christ. He shall see his seed and he shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. We are the ones to prolong the days of Jesus. Jesus' days are prolonged here on earth. If someone is looking for God, where should the person go to? The person should come to you because you are the address of God. God, you are, you are now God's address. Can you, can you imagine? Tell your neighbor, you are God's new address. <laughs> if someone is looking for God, the person has to look for you. Yes. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. No, 2 Corinthians 6, 11, sorry. Second, this is also nice, but this is not it. Go to verse 14. 
Aha. Be this one. It says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? He calls you righteousness and calls those who are outside of the house of God or outside the church unrighteousness. Then he says, and what communion has light with darkness? He calls you light and calls those who are outside the house of God darkness. Can you imagine? You are light. Too. God says you are light. Look at the next verse. And what concord has Christ with Belial? Belial is the head of demons. He says, you are Christ. He calls you Christ. Oh, tell your neighbor. Can you see? Ask your neighbor, can you see what God is saying about you? Do you believe what God is saying about you? Or you believe that you are darkness? Yeah, because there are a lot of Christians who do think, I mean, Charlie, I'm not good. I'm not correct. God wants you to start talking and believing what he has done for you. Talking along that same line. That is what it means to bear the image of the heavenly. What has God done? What has it, is it true? Has it happened? He says, let God be true and all men be liars. If he says that you are Christ, he says, what and what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has, has he that believeth with an infidel? He calls those who are outside infidels. He calls you the one who believes. Jesus said, as many as, many as received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God. You see? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have something. Have what? So do you have everlasting life now? Are you a possessor of everlasting life now? The life of God, what makes God God and what makes God be excellent and have the results he has, is what has been given to you now. You must believe it. You must believe it. Yes. You must believe it. You must accept it. You must, you must dream it. You must think about it. That is what, you see, as you are thinking about it and accepting it, you are actually bearing the image of the heavenly. That's what you are doing. Because this is what has happened. This is what Jesus has done for you. Go back to first, Second Corinthians chapter 6, what we are reading. And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? Next verse. And what agreement has the temple of God? You are the temple of God now. That is why you are the address of God. Oh, yes. Are you born again? Yeah. The only qualification to be born again. Are you born again? Oh, yes. If you are born again, you are the temple of the living God. God is happy to live in you. Oh, yes. Look at it. It says, for, it says, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. Not the dead God. You are the temple of the living God. God is alive in you. Christ is alive in you. Say God is alive in me. Are these things fairy tales? They are not fairy tales. You see, there will be fairy tales to you. They are fairy tales to many because they've not stopped to think about it. You see, they've not stopped to consider it. They've not stopped to accept it. It has been done, but they've not accepted it. Pastor Lee was saying it. I mean, if I'm giving you this as a gift, if I'm giving this to you as a gift, okay, what do you do if I'm stretching my hands? What do you need to do? I can even come and put it on your lap. But if you don't receive it and you stand up, it will fall down. If you don't hold it to, to fall down. God has done all that he needs to do in Christ. And he has laid it on your... He's given it to you. What do you need to do? Just take it. Taking it and accepting it is bearing the image of the heavenly. Accepting the fact that it is true. I am not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. What affects this world will not affect me. The failure they go through, I will not go through. The sadness they go through, I will not go through. Brothers, there's a lot of people who are sad. You see, riches does not answer everything. The Bible says money answers all things. It is not true. 
It is true to a certain point, but it is not all true. It doesn't answer all things. Money cannot buy peace. You cannot purchase peace with money. You cannot purchase joy with money. You cannot purchase love with money. You can give people money to love you. When the money finishes, the love is finished. There are things you cannot buy with. Money cannot buy. Money cannot buy those things. Only God gives those things. Yes. Only God. So accept it. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. That is what it means to bear the image of the heavenly. And that is what it means to abide in the vine. Abiding in the vine has to do with accepting what, accepting the fact that you are inside the vine. I am inside the vine. The life that flows through the vine. You see, your fruitfulness is dependent on the vine or the sap. The, 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 the sap that is coming from the stem. You know stem. What is stem? The stem is the, is the, is the tree. That's the tree, isn't it? Yes. If you cut the stem, you have cut everything. Everything is finished. But if you cut a branch, the stem, another one will grow. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Jesus is the stem. And you are the branch. And he says that, I am the vine, you are the branches. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me. You, all, all you need to do is to ab- abide. Just abide. How do you abide? The word abide is meno. It means to stay. To keep thinking. To keep your mind on. To set your mind on. Do you see? In Colossians 3, verse 1, he says that if, go to Colossians 3, 1. If ye then be risen with Christ. Have you risen with Christ? Oh, yes. If you are, just accept that when Jesus rose from the dead, I also rose from the dead with him. Therefore, I'm not going to hell. I'm born again and I'm not going to hell. I have nothing to do with hell. Now, there are Christians who don't accept these things and end up in hell with time. Because they don't accept, they don't accept, well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not good. They are still thinking like Adam and thinking like people who are not born again. Your thoughts rule you. Your thoughts make you or unmake you. What you think is what happens in your life. So what are you thinking? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Seek the heavenly things. What are the heavenly things? I am light. God is in me. He says, God is happy. I was reading it to you. Go, go back to that place. Keep your finger here. Let's go back to that place. Do you like what I'm sharing with you? These things must be your constant meditation. Your constant thought. It's not a gathering for knowledge. It's a response to life. You see, there's a life that is inside that you must respond to. Do you see? Go back to Second Corinthians chapter 6 where I was reading. And what has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said... I will, I will. God says, I will. I like it. I will dwell in them. This is my will. My will is to dwell in you. So it's like God is living inside you. That is why why you are the one to prolong Jesus' days on earth. Can you imagine? Because you are around, like Jesus is fine because he he can still live in you. He can show his goodness through you. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Jesus went about doing a lot of good things. Can you imagine that you 
have been sent by God to do a lot of good things. You have been sent by God to be kind, to be nice, to be good. Or you don't like to be good? Ask your neighbor, do you like to be good? Or you don't like to be good? You want to be a bad boy? Or you want to be a bad girl? Is that what you want? Bad man. Bad mountains. It's like it's nice, nice, nice. Bad mountains. Bad man. I'll be bad man. I'll be bad man. Bad man. Bad woman. Are you okay? Why? A child of God, you're allowing the world to show you what you say concerning yourself. Bad man. Bad. And if badness is happening in your life, you don't understand. Because it's your constant confession. Bad man. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. Nigga, what? I'm a hustler. Hustler, I'm a hustler. Nigga, nigga, what? What? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day, every, every day I'm hustling. Oh, hustle real hard. Hustle, hustle real hard. Hey, brother, you go hustle, pa. I tell you, you go tired. What are you talking about? Instead of saying nice things about yourself. How can how 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 is hustling a good thing? When Jesus has said that, listen, Matthew chapter six. Let me show you Matthew chapter six. <laughs> Matthew chapter six. Let's read from verse twenty-nine. Go go up. Go to twenty-five. Let's look at it. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink. This is what they hustle for. What they shall eat and what you shall drink. Nor yet for your body. What what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment than dressing next verse 26 behold the fowls of the air for they sow not neither do they reap nor gather into bands yet your heavenly father feedeth them are you not much better than they are you not much better than they yes i will eat even if even if i have not sowed yes I'll eat even if I've not done it. I've not gathered into bands. I'm taking care of. I will never hustle in life. The next one is even wilder. Look at the next one. Verse 27. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit onto your onto stature? Verse 28. And why take you thought for, for raiment? Consider the leaves of the field. How they grow. He says, they toil not. They don't not. They toil not. He didn't say they don't work. He says, they don't toil. God, one of the curses that was spoken over the earth and over uh, the happenings on the earth is to toil. Adam was told that out of the sweat of your face, of your brow, shall you eat. God is telling you that you don't have to sweat to eat. Oh, yeah. I'll never sweat to eat. I'll See, I'll never sweat to eat. I'll never sweat to eat. See, I'll eat what I want. I'll eat what I want. Not what is available. Not what is available. When you get to what is available, is it Gary and Beans? Like, what's happening? Some you want to eat some jollof and some chicken? That's holy Gary. See, I will not toil. I'll eat what I need to eat. I will eat what I want to eat, not need. Yeah. They need that toil. They don't toil nor spin. They don't toil or like they are working so they are working so hard to get one thousand Ghana. That kind of life is not from God. Listen, I'm a preacher who believes in sacrifice. 
I believe in sacrifice. I believe in going through some sorrows for the gospel. Oh, yes. Mm. But it's a choice that God gives to his children. God empowers his children, makes them higher than this world, and allows them to make a choice of serving him in sacrifice and in sorrow. That's how it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I just said is a very important thing. If you don't understand it, you, you've missed something very great. When Jesus came, he was not ruled by this world. No. He was not ruled by this world. Did you ever see Jesus sitting somewhere and he's thinking? Do you know carrying the world? Do you know what it means to carry the world? I've done this. You are thinking, it's not, it's not, uh, when you, you, the thinking is not thinking, and flashing, you think, uh, Audrey so. Yeah. Hmm. Is there any verse you found in the Bible that said that Jesus was he's so he's so he's deep in thought? And then John asked him, Jesus, what is going on? I, I, I don't know. Stress, stress is too much. There's stress, there's stress. I'm stressed. My, it's my mental health. My mental health is 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 in question under question. Listen, don't talk, don't talk like that. Are you a child of God? Bear the image of the heavenly. Wear the clothing of the heavenly. Wear the clothing of the heavenly. It's a clothing you wear. It's, 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 it's a something you sink into. For real means to sink into something. To wear it as a clothing. Wear the clothing. Whether you feel like it or not. It has nothing to do with feelings. Has God said it? Yesterday we had a meeting here and I learned something very nice. Our brother said. He said that God is so confident in his word that he does not write updates. There are no updates to the word. The Bible is so complete and so perfect and so uh, outstanding and so trustworthy that the writer, the writer, the one who wrote it, doesn't come after 10 years and say a revised version. I'm bringing a revised version. There's no revised version. Every book they have written has revised versions. Updates. The apps that we use are updated all the time. Because what they do is not good enough for the future. It's not good enough for the next month. But God's own is good enough for eternity. That is what you are to depend on. You can depend on it. Has God said it? He says, let God be true and all men be liars. Has God said it? If he has said it, I believe it. I believe it. And that settles it. Yes. Jesus was not poor. The heavenly has nothing to do with poverty. He was not poor. Yes. He made a choice to be poor so that others will be prosperous. And that is, that is what happens. You see, it starts off by accepting what has been done for you. Then you go ahead to the next one of making certain sacrifices because of others. Because of others. Which we are called. There's a calling. It, what, that is higher than what I'm saying now. The calling of sacrifice is higher than the preaching I'm preaching right now. That's we preach, a lot of Christians don't understand it. Huh. But there's a calling of sacrifice. There's a calling of sorrow and sufferings for the sake of Christ. That is there. And I said it is higher. It's a higher message than what I'm preaching right now. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, 
He was rich. Can you imagine? The Bible says Jesus was rich. Though he was rich. Yet for your sakes, for our sake, he became poor. So that he chose. So that ye through his poverty might be rich. There's a place where you need to make a choice to spend your life in Kenya, in a village in Kenya, to educate people there and help them get to know their heavenly image. That is your sacrifice. Yes. That is your part to play in spreading the good news because you are conscious of the fact that his seed must be in others so that his days can be prolonged on earth. Do you get it? But it starts off by accepting the image. You need to accept. If you don't accept it, how can you help others? Yes. If you don't accept it, how can you help others? I accepted some of these things a very long time, early in my life. So I could afford to make a certain type of sacrifice. Yes. I made a certain type of sacrifice to be in a place I didn't know anybody. I went to Kumasi. I didn't know anybody there. I went to, I told a friend I was coming to come and stay with him for three days. I ended up staying with him for four years. Yes. Planting a church and doing the work of the Lord. It was my choice. God led me to it. It's not by force. Yes. It's a choice you make. But it doesn't mean that you, you, you are poor. No. In the choice, you are prosperous. Are you understand what I'm saying? So learn. Tell me about learn. To bear the image of the heavenly. Jesus said that the, the God of this world cometh and he has nothing in me. You see, Satan is coming and he has nothing in me. He, there's nothing that he has that is in me. There's no sin that is in Satan, that Satan has, that, that is in me. That's what Jesus said. That is the life of the heavenly. The life of the heavenly is a, a life without flaws. Do you see? Jesus has made us righteous and has rid us of sin. The nature of sin has been taken. Just accept the fact that the nature of sin has been taken away from you. Accept the fact that you are not a sinner. You see, you keep, you may be doing some wrong things because in your mind, you are a sinner. In your mind, Romans chapter 3, verse 23, is very active. Look at Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. So even though you are a child of God, this is what you think. It's your favorite scripture. For all have sinned. And are falling short of the glory of God. We have all sinned and are falling short. I mean, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. You know, we are not good. We are not perfect. We are not. But that is not what this verse was even saying. This verse is not for Christians. It's not for Christians. It's not for, it has nothing to do with Christians. Absolutely nothing. But we have said it all the time. We lead prayer with it. We take our microphone. The first prayer topic. The first prayer topic. Meanwhile, Jesus didn't teach us that. Too. When Jesus was teaching us concerning prayer in Matthew chapter 6, look at Matthew 6 10. Go, go to verse 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The first thing you do, he says, after this manner, apart from praying this prayer, this is Jesus was showing us the manner, that how to pray. And the first thing he says you should do when you are praying is to acknowledge the Father and hallow, worship him, give him glory. But the first thing we do when we are, pre- when we are coming to lead prayer, in most places, when we take the microphone, Shall we begin to pray? In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, the Bible says that for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. You and I know that we are sinners. You and I know that we are sinners. Shall we begin to confess our sins? And, and, and then we'll move on. And nobody says anything. The whole church is quiet. 
Because you don't want anybody to hear what you are going to say. You don't want anybody to hear what you are going to say. God, Jesus did not. That was not the recommendation. There's no place for that because confessing your sin, eh? Confessing your sin has everything to do with you on a personal level. You must always confess what wrongs you have done. The Bible says in First John chapter one, verse nine, He says that if we sin, eh? If we confess our sins. If we confess our errors, he's expecting you to confess. If, if only you, you are interested. If we confess, he's not saying you should come to church and come and confess your sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. So sin is not a problem anymore. If you do something wrong, what should you do? Just confess your sins and move on. Pick up forgiveness and move on. If we confess, then, then, don't wait for five days and it is eating you up. It is doing this to you. It's doing this, doing this. And after several, then it, you keep going down and keep going down and keep going down and keep going down. Feel, feeling bad all the time. No, God doesn't want that for you. Because he took away sin. Yes. The image of the heavenly is the image of righteousness, not the image of sin. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. You should be praying about church growth. Rather than confessing your sins. Can you imagine the things that one of the things God wants us to do on a personal level is to pray for church growth? Go back to that place. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is the will of God on earth? Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. That's what God is doing. That's what Jesus is doing. He's building his church. We might, all of us must pray that this church will be full. It is not the pastor's responsibility. It is our responsibility. Yes. Yes. All men will be saved. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then he says, after you have prayed, after you have worshipped him, eh, and prayed about church growth, and prayed for sinners to be born again, the next thing is to ask for your daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Ask for, don't, you see, it's also twisted now. Every prayer meeting that has to do with praying for church growth is not attended by a lot of church members. Yeah. What kind of church is this that they don't pray? They don't pray. They don't care about us. Every time church grows. Every time let's pray for sinners. Every time. Let's pray for the country. Every time. Let's pray for what? Spiritual leaders. Let's pray for spiritual understanding. Ah. Every time. Because that is more, that is the first. He didn't say we shouldn't pray for our daily bread. There's a place for it. Last, last Friday, I led prayer for two hours concerning things about our life personally. Two hours. If you were here, you, you, you prayed about some things, isn't it? Yes. So there's a place for it. Give us our daily bread. Then he says, next verse. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is actually what I'm coming to preach about today. Yeah, but let's see what will happen. Yes. Next verse. Next verse. Let's pretend we have not seen. And lead us not into temptation. But bear the image of the heavenly. Tell me, but bear the image of the heavenly. See, I'm not a sinner. It is sin consciousness that causes you to sin. 
It's when when you're thinking, I'm, I'm not good, you know, I can't stop this, I can't do this. You keep doing it. But when you think, okay, that you are the righteous, the opposite of sin is not holiness. The opposite of sin is righteousness. The opposite of holiness is commonness. You see, where you, where you know that you are not common, you are not like every other person, I'm different. I'm for God. This body is for God. Body not for God. Body not for God. The hands are for God. So even though I feel like touching some things, I will not touch it. How can I take God's hands to go and touch something that I'm not? I will not touch it. By God's grace, I will not touch it. It's for God. Some people are not be happy about what I'm saying. My lips are for preaching. It's not for kissing certain people. It's for speaking in tongues. Not. My eyes are for Jesus Christ. Not for watching certain things. Not for watching twerking. Wow. So, a consciousness of your holiness. Because God has made you holy. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. He calls us holy brethren. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Look at Hebrews 3 verse 1. First of all. Wherefore, holy brethren. Can you imagine? God is calling you holy brethren. Like you are a holy, holy person. Wow. God says you are holy. Tell anybody you are holy. Ask anybody, are you born again? What's the answer? If you are born again, tell anybody, if you are born again, then God says you are holy. Accept it. Like it. Say it for yourself. Believe it for yourself. Because that's the truth. Mm. Yeah. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Look at Colossians 3, 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved. It is called, he calls it holy and beloved. Let's, let's read Amplified. Clothe yourselves therefore as God's own chosen ones. You are God's own chosen one. His own picked, his own picked representatives. God has handpicked you. Who are purified. God says he has purified you. And holy and well beloved by God himself. Have you seen it? Yeah, God, God says you are holy. Mm. Now, when you accept it, you understand that this hand is for the Lord. So even though you feel like touching a certain computer and talking to somebody and making money out of the computer, no, these fingers, they are for opening scriptures, for opening Bible. These scriptures, these hands must touch the right thing. It won't, it won't do that. Yeah. So a consciousness of your holiness curbs you from a lot of things. Holiness consciousness, which is the image of the heavenly, curbs you from a lot. When you remember that I am not me, I'm not common. It's only, you see, holiness has nothing to do with sin. It has nothing to do with sin. Holiness has everything to do with commonness and the presence of God. Because in the Old Testament, bulls were, were holy, were made holy. 
bowls. Can bowls sin? Can plate, the plate in your kitchen? Can it sin? When you come, hey, all of you have sinned and I'm falling short of the glory of God. Come on, come and let me wash you. There's nothing like that. The bowls in your house don't have to. The spoons, spoons and forks were declared holy in the Old Testament. You see, why were they declared holy? Because they were in the presence of God. The presence of God was on it. They were taken from somewhere that was common, okay, and brought to the presence of God. And when we brought to the prayer, they were consecrated to God that these things are for God's use only. There were bowls, there were plates that sat on the table of showbread. It's called the table of showbread. There was bread that was holy. It was baked in a normal oven, but when they finished baking it, they brought it to the presence of God and declared that it was holy. Why? Because the presence of God was on it now. So because of the presence of God, the presence of God is what makes you holy. I just told you that Jesus is in you. Isn't it? You are the temple of the living God. Because you are the temple of the living God, you are holy. So how can I take what is holy and use it for something? It's a, it's a lack of a consciousness of the holiness of God or how God has made you holy. That makes you do foolish things. So you end up bearing the image of the earthy and not the image of the heavenly because you are not conscious of, you are not abiding in what you have been made. You are not abiding in Christ. Do you see? Yes. You feel like watching porn. Remember. Just remember. Okay? If you notice you can't remember, what it means is that you need to meditate on these verses a lot more. Yes. We are called saints. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at 1 Corinthians 1 verse 1. These are verses in the Bible. I hope you are taking notice of them. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustains our brother. Verse 2. Unto the church which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus. Called, you see, the, you see the, the word to be is in brackets. That means that it's not in the original translation. They, they put it there to make natural sense. Sometimes in your Bibles you have it in italics. When you see something in italics, it means that it was not there in the original translation. They put it there. They are just telling you that we put this one there. There's no, if you look for the Greek, if you have a, an Italian, Italina in your, on your Bible and you put the Kessa on it, you see that nothing will show because it's not part of the original translation. So actually, it's supposed to be like this. Called saints. You are a saint. Do you understand what a saint is? A saint is a sanctified one, a set-apart one, one who has the presence of God, one who has the glory of God, one who has God's hand upon him or her. You see? Called saints. So them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, it's in Christ Jesus that you are sanctified. Called saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus, our Lord, both theirs and ours. So you are a saint. You are a saint. If you notice that you are not doing things that are saintly, what you need to do is to think more and meditate. What it means is that these verses have not sunk into your heart. These realities have not sunk into your heart. The, the image of the heavenly, you have, you, have the tra- you have one leg on. You have one leg of the image of the heavenly on. The other leg is not on. That is why you are failing along a certain line. You are failing when it comes to your morals. You are failing when it comes to your character. You are failing when it comes to your, your relationships. You are failing when it comes to your prosperity. Because you only have one leg in. You don't have both legs in. You've not worn the dress as you're supposed to. What do you need to do? All you need to do is to wear the dress. Well, how? By meditation. I'm going to talk about meditation in this series. Okay? Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 6. I mentioned 1 Corinthians 6 the last, the, just a few minutes ago. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. 
These are scriptures, these are things that are in the Bible. You must bear the image. It says, let us continue to bear. Let us bear and continue to bear the image of the heavenly. I'm not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I am nice. I am, nice. I am kind. I'm full of love. I'm the kindest person alive. Why? Because that's the image of the heavenly. Jesus was kind, wasn't he? Was Jesus kind? Ah, was Jesus kind? Yes. Jesus was very kind and very nice, very loving, very forgiving and compassionate. Forgiving, yes. Jesus was into forgiveness. He could forgive. Yes, very accommodating. He was meek. You could manage him. You should be manageable. Not set in your in your in your in your ways. This is how I am. This is how you are, saying. Is that the image of the heavenly? Is how you are the image of the heavenly? You're always getting angry over nothing. Your nose inside they smell you. How do you say it in English? How do you say it in English? I beg, that'd be what I talk. Eh? What's the English? My wife is not here. What's, what's the English? You are easily irritated. Do you see? Easily irritated. And then when we, when we talk about it, you say, that's how I am. Ah. It's my temperament. What are you talking about? <laughs> temperament is in, the, is in the falling soul. Listen to what I'm saying. It's in what? The falling. All of us have an assignment of looking like one person. God has called us to look like one person. Romans chapter 8, verse 29 and 30. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that are called by, by, by that's from 28, are called according, uh, that love God, and are called to, to them who are, they're called according to his purpose. Verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, all those that God did foreknow, including you, God also did predestinate. God has given a destination before you started your journey. God predestinate to be conformed to the image of a son. The word image is the same word that we have been using. We've been talking. This is icon. The image of the heavenly. Do you see? So all of us have been called to conform. Do you understand conform? To conform means to change from what you are to becoming another. To conform, to cut off some things, to, to shape into a particular design. The design that we are all to shape, be shaped into is that, is that, is that, is that, is that, is Jesus Christ. It says we are to, we are predestinated to be conformed to the image of a son. That is Jesus Christ. So that he might be the first one among many brethren. So all of us, whether male or female, all of us must have the same image and likeness. We must all look like one person. His name is Jesus Christ. How was Jesus when he was on earth? Was he kind? then you have to conform to being kind like Jesus. Why? Because he has given you the ability to be kind like he was. He's put the ability in you. All you need to do is to remember what he has put in you and start living it. That's what it means to bear the image of the heavenly. Remembering what has been done. Knowing it. Meditating on it. And allowing it to come to you. Allowing the Holy Spirit to bring it up to you whenever you are faced with a problem. That is, what, that is what it means to bear fruit when they reject you. 
They reject you at work. You don't go around crying to everybody. Ah, I've lost my job. I've lost my job. I've lost. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know. They rejected me. I was the reason for their prosperity. It is their loss. If they have sacked me, I'm going to get something bigger, something greater, something better, something powerful in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's the image of the heavenly. Yes. Not crying all over the place. Yes, you may cry for some time. You may cry for two minutes or three minutes. Uh, as you are crying, oh, Charlie, but I was the reason why they were prospering. Why they should go away. So don't, don't get into all, oh, it's my temperament. It's your temperament how? What was the temperament of Jesus? What was Jesus' temperament? How was it like? How was he like? How was Jesus like? How was Jesus like? Was he forgiving? He was forgiving. All his disciples left him. All of Jesus' disciples left. Only one was left. Only John was at the foot of the cross. All the other disciples ran away. One ran and left. He ran naked. He ran away naked. He had a, he had a dress a, line, a dress on him and was not wearing anything under. I don't know why it was like that, but I mean, I think he had just come back from, come out from the bathroom or something. Fresh air, for fresh air. You know, and the guy, when, when they were, they were they arresting Jesus, they were trying to get whoever was there. He removed his, they held his dress, he removed the dress for the guy and then ran. Yes, he, it's all in the back. Can you look for it and put it up? Yes. All of them forsook Jesus Christ at his most trying time. His most, his wildest of moments. Everybody, including Peter, who promised him that I'll go with you, I'll never leave you. I'm going with you to death. All the way. But when Jesus came, when Jesus met, when he rose from death, what did he do? He didn't even talk about it. He didn't even talk about it. Mark 14, 50. Wow. And they all forsook him and fled. All of them. Next verse. Mark captured this guy. And they, f- they followed him a certain young man having a lining cloth cast about his naked body. And the young man laid hold on him. And he left the lining cloth and fled from them naked. You must learn that trick. You must learn how to leave your shirt for somebody and run away. <laughs> yes. All of this is in the Bible. He ran away, crowd. When Jesus rose from the dead, he accepted all these people. Oh, come, don't worry. Next time, make sure you wear boxer shorts at this. Come, come. I mean, they were just flowing. So no matter what has been done to you, you are not, you are not, it's like, you, you, I've made it, I've forgiven, but I've not forgotten. I've forgiven, but I've not forgotten. I've forgiven, but I've not forgotten. Jesus didn't do that. Jesus said, I've forgiven you guys, but I've not forgotten all you that you did. Be careful, you will see. If you leave me again, I'll crucify all of you, one by one. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Even after Jesus rose from the dead and showed himself to his disciples, and he told them, touch me. I'm not a spirit. I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a glorified body. Flesh and bones. Touch me. Handle me. He ate with them and all of that. After some days, Peter said, I'm even tired of all these things. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't. So Peter took seven. There were seven. Eh? Peter took six other disciples. And they, all of them followed him. And they abandoned Jesus Christ and went back to fishing. John chapter 21, 20 verse 1. Is it 20, 21, 1? 21, yes. Let's read other version so I understand. All these things are in the Bible. John 21, 1. Quickly, please. 
After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this, on this way, he showed he himself. Verse 2. They were together, Simon Peter. Let's, let's read other versions, okay? They were together, Simon. See, several of the disciples were, were there. Simon Peter, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. Simon Peter said, I am going fishing. Then they said, we'll come too. They all said. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing all night. This is after Jesus' resurrection. Instead of being with, being with him and praying and all that, they, they left, they abandoned him and went fishing. Yes. Back to base. I'm going fishing. Do you have other versions? I go fishing. I'm going fishing. The rest of them reply, we are going with you. Yes. Wow. Yet Jesus was sick for, forgave them. Are you in the church? That's the image of the heavenly. Forgiveness. Forgive what? Yes. Ask your neighbor, will you forgive me? If I should offend you. What will you do? Ask your neighbor, what will you do if someone should take your boyfriend away from you? It's like your face has changed. I decided to go for the tough one so that if they have taken my it's fine, it's okay. A better neighbor. A better neighbor is coming for me. I don't mind. It's fine. If you know that your destiny is in the Lord's hands, you will not fight for everything. You will not fight for your life. You will learn to lose your life. Oh, yes. I was going to show you 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, isn't it? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulteresses, adulteress, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Do you understand what he's saying? You don't understand. Go back. Go back. Go back. Let's do a lighter version message don't you realize that this is not the way to live unjust people who don't care about god will not be joining in this kingdom those who use their use and abuse each other use and abuse sex hey. <laughs> hold on i'm so finished use and abuse the earth and everything in it don't qualify as citizens in god's kingdom verse 11 a number of you from experience, a number of you know from experience what I'm talking about. <laughs> a number of you. For not so long ago, you were on that list. You were on that. You were on that list. You are an alumni. Hey! The Lord has been gracious. Listen, but listen to what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying that and the King James says, and such, go uh, to King James, and such were some of you. Like God does not see you as a fornicator anymore. He does not see you as a weed smoker anymore. He does not see you as, uh, uh, there, there, are various, there are various ones. Go, go back, go back. I, I think, message you didn't say it well. Go, go to Amplified. Verse 10. Verse 10. Go back to verse 9. 
I want to show you the list. He says, you were on that list some time ago. Hey! I nearly said, ask your neighbor, which one were you? But we will not ask. By the grace of God. I was there some. One guy, the second school I went to, there was this guy who was uh, going to say alligator. You know, they wrote alligator on the board. And he was under so much pressure. When he was saying the alligator, he said alligator. Yeah. Alligator. And that became his name. You know, alligator. alligator. And, you know, when you go to the school, he's, he, he's, he was writing, saying, alligator was here some. Alligator was here. <laughs> hey! He says, do not be deceived. Misled, neither the impure and immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor those who participate in homosexuality. So, are you seeing the list? Uh -huh. These are some of the things I didn't want you to miss. Nor cheats, swindlers, and thieves. Nor greedy graspers. Greedy what? People who do anything for money or anything. Yes, when iPhone 17 comes, they need to get it. So, whatever they need to do to get it, they will do. No drunkards. The Buddhists are also here. No foul mouthed revilers. Those who say a lot of nasty things. Yes, like a profanity is inside. I went, I was, I was in Katanga Hall when I was in university. First year, first semester, when I came back and I was talking in the house. My first, my statements were full of Abua and Kwasia. I start with Abua, Abua, my friend, come here, this is, and then I end up Kwasia. I didn't know I picked it up. So my, my, mom, my mom called me and said, what, what is going on with you? Why? It's like, now, see, before you left for school, you were a very wonderful young man. But now it's like, you start your statement with Abua and you end with Kwasia. Abua is animal, Kwasia is what? Fool. Because of the kind of environment I found myself in. You're the mad. You're the mad. I mean, foul mouth revilers and slanderous. Do you know a slanderer? He's English, eh? But wait, wait, this one is English. From verse 9. Okay, from verse 9, he's English. Pastor says we should do his English. Let's take it again. The list is tight. But you see, he says you were on this list. So don't. Oh, why are you? It's like you think I'm talking about. I'm not talking. Oh, oh. I'm, I, oh, I'm not talking about you. Oh, 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 I'm not talking about you. Does it offend you? Oh, are you offended? Oh, 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 I'm, I'm not talking about you. Such were some of you. Eh? I'm just saying this so I can say what you were. Hey, Johnny, by relax. Let your temperature go down. Yeah, this is a lot, eh? You ought to know, blah, 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 blah. People who have sex with anyone other than their own wife or husband will not re receive them. People who worship false... Let's title. People who worship false gods will not receive them. Men who have sex with men will not receive them. And women who have sex with women will not receive those good things either. Verse, verse, it's English. If you don't understand, look at King James. Look at King James. Go back to King James. Verse 9. Be not neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate. You see, effeminate, we don't understand. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind. We don't understand. That's actually homosexuality. Uh -huh. So easy English makes it easy for you. So you don't need to use King James in your reading, your Bible reading. You don't need to. Bishop Ogo said King James can take you to where? Hell. Can take you to hell very easily. So you don't need to read King James 
all the time. You may not understand what is going. Easy English makes it very easy. Next verse, verse ten. <laughs> verse ten, quickly. People who rob will not receive them. Some people want more than they need. Those people will not receive them. Drunks will not receive them. People who say wrong things about other people will not receive them. People who are not honest about other people's things will not receive those good things either. God has prepared things for his own people that he rules over, but no bad people will ever receive those things. Very easy for you to understand. Verse 11. Some of you did bad things like this, but the Spirit of our God has washed you. Clap for Jesus. Clap for the Spirit of God. I'm not on that list anymore. I'm no longer a slave to all these things. I am free to be a servant of God. See, I'm free. Maybe as I'm talking, you're doing something. But say that you are free. You are free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free to serve God. Maybe as I'm talking, you're thinking about something. And such way. Such way. The King James says it nicely. Look at King James. And such way, some of you. And such way. This is your past. This is what? Say, this is my past. I am not like that. I am not like that. This is my past. Yes. But such, and such were some of you. But you are washed. You are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. But you are justified. And sanct- you are sanctified. Eh? But you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Let's read the easy English. I think it to be easier. Yes, easy English. Verse 11. Some of you did bad things like this. But the Spirit of our God has washed you clean with the Lord Jesus Christ's authority. See, I'm washed clean. I'm washed clean. With Jesus' blood. He has made you God's own people. See, I'm God's own person now. Who are separate from bad things. See, I'm separate from bad things. You see, that's, that's all God wants you to do. God wants you to acknowledge, recognize, acknowledge. So as you recognize and acknowledge and accept what God has made you, you start producing it physically. It may, you may start off, okay, not seeing it immediately. But don't give up. Keep going. Keep accepting what God has said. Keep recognizing what God has said. In Philemon 1, verse 6, Paul told Philemon that I pray that the, your faith will become effectual. Okay? 1, 6. Philemon 1, 6. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So there are many good things in you. There are good things of love, of kindness, do you see, of faithfulness. You're a faithful person. Yes, I'm a faithful person. I'm not an unfaithful person. I'm a loyal person. I'm not a disloyal person. I'm an honest person. I'm not dishonest. I'm a loving person. I'm not full of hatred. I speak nice things about people. I am not a slanderer. Yes, I'm not a slanderer. I will not say bad things about people. I say good things about people. That's my life. He says he wants you to acknowledge, as you acknowledge every good thing that is in you, in Christ, that is the image of the heavenly, you produce it. Yes, you produce it. 
You bear that kind of fruit. You bear fruit of forgiveness, fruit of love, fruit of meekness, fruit of temperance, fruit of glory, fruit of joy, fruit of prosperity. You see, because some of these things destroys your prosperity. You have so many ladies. It's cost. Money. Money is going. Isn't it not, isn't it not cost? So much cost. And God does not sponsor it. So you have to, scra- you have to scratch the pot, or the, the down of the pot, and the, the suit under the pot to be able to sort these people out. Yes. When you could have done it well, by finding somebody that God has given to you, marrying the person. Yes, some people should find some people, eh? Mar- marrying the person. And then just flowing nicely. So much expenditure. Hmm? Maintenance is not easy. Liabilities. When God blesses you now, you want a liability. God wants you to acknowledge every good thing. There are many good things in you. Every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. And you become effective. You become fruitful. I see you bearing fruits. On every day of your life. I'm fruitful. I am good. I'm full of love. I'm not wicked. I'm faithful. I'm loyal. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of kindness. I'm full of forgiveness. Yes. I do not hold things against people. I let go easily. I'm not full of bitterness. I'm full of niceness. I'm full of joy. I'm full of joy. I'm full of blessings. I'm the blessed of God. One of the things that is in you in Christ Jesus is the blessing of God. Yes. I'm full of blessings. I bless people. I don't curse. You see, I don't curse. I bless people. Say that I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. I'm full of righteousness. I'm full of holiness. I'm not common. These hands belong to Jesus. These legs belong to Jesus. These eyes belong to Jesus. They go only where the Lord wants them to go. My legs go only where God wants them to go. My eyes see only what God wants to see. My ears hear only what God wants to hear. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I am fruitful on every side. On every side. Listen, it may not be like that. As, I'm, as we are saying it, it may not be like that in your life. But the way for that to happen, the way to create anything is by believing and speaking. We all have in the same spirit of faith. Thank you, Jesus. As it is written, I have believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. You believe what God has said? It may not be your, it may not be your experience today, but just believe it with your heart and say it. And say it with your mouth. I'm not wicked. I'm not an angry man. I'm not an angry woman. I'm full of love. I am nice. I am good. I'm a blessing. When people think about me, they'll give glory to God. They'll thank God. I'm a burning and a shining light. I'm a burning and a shining light. I'm a burning and a shining light. And many rejoice in my light. You see, your life is going to be so beautiful that when you when people think about you, you just start giving glory to God. Ah, God, thank you for this person. Thank you for this man. Thank you for this woman. Thank God. Thank you for Scusi. 
thank you for Scusi. Yeah, because of Scusi, I, I can go to school free of charge. Because of Scusi, I can have a nice life. Thank you, Father. That's how, that's how your life is going to be. Yes, that's how your life is going to be. No lady will stand somewhere and curse her stars for meeting you. That will not happen in your life. No lady will stand somewhere and curse her stars for meeting you. Because you'll be nice to ladies. You'll be nice to every lady you see. You'll be nice to every young man you see. No young man will stand somewhere and curse her stars. Mention your name and curse you. Because of some evil you did to him. Yes, it will not happen in your life. Lift up your hands and just thank God for what I shared with you in the next two minutes. I'm seeing lights, 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 lights. Light coming out of you. Mano no ho shegedeba. Mano no balabalaba. Malagada balaba. Mano no bolo bolo bolo. Shagada balaba. Olegarada la balabala. Manana balabala. Mando no bolo bolo. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Beautiful song. Let's give that quite a big round of applause. Yes. Well, it's our first fruits Sunday. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, every command from the Lord is an opportunity for you to be blessed says, if you are obedient and willing. You know, sometimes it's so difficult to convince people of the reality of the power of God to supply your needs. Yeah. God wants you to live properly and effectively in his kingdom. You must be willing. We just spoke about being willing. And you must be obedient to what God has said. One of the things that God has placed and put in place for us to do and practice when it comes to giving is first fruits, giving of the first fruits. The first and the best, actually, the first of all that God gives to you. You see, my pay is not much. What I am paid, officially, what I'm paid is not much. So that could not be my first fruits it couldn't only be my first do you get do you get it yes it had to be my best as well so i added more yes so that i can give my best to the lord hallelujah proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 honor the lord with thy substance not with thy leftover but with your substance it is your honor to the Lord. You know, 
Then he says, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Honor the Lord with the first fruits of all thine increase. The firstlings. What did Jacob, what did uh, King Abel do? Abel took the firstlings of his flocks. If you remember what Reverend George said. He took all those who gave birth. The first, he took all of them. And came to sacrifice. It wasn't one lamb that he came to sacrifice. He took the firstlings in Genesis chapter 4. He took the firstlings, all the first, and brought it to the Lord. You know, Genesis 4 verse 2. Verse, uh, go, go, go down to the sacrifice when they're giving their sacrifice. But unto Cain, verse 4, it says, And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof. So your, your first fruits must be fat. <laughs> I know someone who gave 200,000 Ghana cities as his first fruits. Yes. You know who I'm talking about, right? I mentioned it there in the PRC. The branch, was it Brand Pastors PRC? Brand Pastors PRC, yeah. 200,000 Ghana cities. What people are afraid to give, he gave it. He's a master of it. Yes. So, just like Abel, you are coming to give the firstlings of your flock and the fat thereof. Because your pay is your fat thereof. Yeah. I mean, this is, these are very huge things to believe God for, isn't it? You are giving God all your pay. How are you going to live in the month of February? But the Lord is faithful. This is not the first time you are doing this. Has God been faithful to you? Was God faithful to you last year? He'll be faithful to you this year. We have been challenged to be great. Yes. This is to let you know that your life is not consistent of the the pay that you receive. God is going to bless you. Go back to Proverbs chapter 3 where we're reading. It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits, the first fruits of thine increase. So shall your bands be filled with plenty. Your bands will be filled with plenty this year. Your barn is your, is your storage place where you keep money. Do you see? Yes. It says, Your bands shall be filled with plenty. One of our brothers sitting here has had his pay moving from 20,000 to 50,000. Are you jealous? Yeah. Because he gave first fruits last year. When he gave, when he was, I know, I know, when he was giving his first fruits, he came to tell me. Yes. God is going to do miracles in your life, financial miracles. Your mind will be blown. This year, your mind will be blown, seriously. One of our sisters sent me a message and said when she did the calculation for the year, she noticed that her pay was 160,000 Ghana cities for the whole year. And she realized that she had given over 100,000 Ghana cities as first fruits, tithes, offerings over the period. And yet she has been able to do so much in the course of the year, which amounts to more than, way more than 60,000. What, what she did, maybe we amount to about 250,000. Yes. It's, it's, it's supernatural. Yeah. It's supernatural. Yes. Let's just obey God. Let's just obey God. Let's just do our part. When it comes to giving, no amount of prayer. When it comes to prosperity, no amount of prayer will do anything. You can pray. Nothing will happen. You can speak in tongues. That's why there are a lot of prayer puppets, prayer gurus who are poor. Because they pray and they don't give. Prosperity only responds to giving. And giving what God says you should give. There are five categories of giving. 
that God has created. Five systems that God has placed, put in place. The first fruits is one. The fight is another. Offerings is another. Giving. Uh, 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 seed sowing is one. Then, what? Alms giving. Alms giving. Some of us don't give alms. You must learn to give alms. Yes. When I'm leaving the house, I have money in my car to roll down and give to people who are begging on the streets. You need to give alms. And sometimes you need to pay someone's school fees. You pay someone's or buy food for someone. Do, do it consciously. Do it consciously. Yes. Do it consciously. So today we are coming to practice the first one. And this is the blessing that comes. It says that your bands shall what? Be filled with plenty. And your presses, your vine, shall burst out with new wine. So new wine is coming to your life. You see, wine is for sweetness. Wine is for joy. New joy is coming to your life this month and beyond. Hallelujah. If you have your fruits, your first fruits here, if you have given it already, okay, some of me, I gave mine a while ago. So if you have given yours already, if you have it here, come forward. Just, I want you to just come forward if you've given it already. Or if you are going to give it, if you know you are going to give it, just come forward. If you have it here, you can come. If you have given it already, you can come. If you are going to give it, if maybe you are going to give yours next week, you can come because we are praying and that will be it. We may not pray um, for each time you bring it. Maybe you also come in two weeks' time. Join, join them. You also come in three months' time. Join them. Those of you who didn't know, it's fine. You can also plan. If you, if you didn't know it and you want to participate in it, you can just come as well. Okay? You can just come as well. And I want you to just lift up your offering, your phone, whatever it is that you are, you are however you are giving it. And I just wanted to speak in the language of the Spirit. This is it's not, it's not between me and you. It's between you and God. It's between you and God. Lord, what you have said, let it happen in my life. Let my bands be filled with plenty. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let my presses best forth. Mazaki lora kanana balagrasti. Meni kaka pakuki ni meno huza parada na bai. Felo krakasana mande kiki lagadaba. Meza manamano shiga alasigi paragano 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 rakasi menonogra maradama nagadame remono babarade beri barabadadi beribe de baros konomono brema la grade brada 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 akana na malege shonomondele gadabale ragababa balagada bababaya ba regababa balogo shige de bede bede be manda na balaba re ma ma me me loga baba lagadabaya re Gababa luga shaga da balaba rege de belebe roga da balaba manda na balaba adabayaba regalaba manda na balaba radala balaba maluga da baya melega da ba ega da balabra stono monde ne balabaya rega da balaba luga da ba laga da ba laga da ba gala gala baya regala balabaya falolo shege de belebe madala baya regalabaya adalabaya akasada namano e dalagada balabaya dalabasogo nobolobo shanamandele belebele belebe ragadabaya elegodo palagada malagada mandanabai 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 elogadada sanamandele belebe ragadaba shogini ki sanamane relala ampokikeano re mamula 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 ragegeheda Alahado hoshe pila raga malu raga malu regida labai esonumana babaya dalaba regele mino hodana malaga dabai 
Oh, hallelujah. Father, we are grateful. Our hearts and our minds are full of thanksgiving. Thank you for this glorious opportunity to be great. This glorious opportunity to have our bands filled with plenty and our presses breaking forth, bursting forth. We offer to you the firstlings and the fats because it belongs to you. You said Israel is your firstborn. And because Egypt was keeping your firstborn, you slew all their firstborns. The firstborns belongs to you. The first belongs to you. You have first place in our lives. We are offering these first fruits to you because we want you to know that you occupy the first place. You occupy the first place in our lives. Therefore, we offer to you our best, our lives, our hearts, all that we have, we are giving to you. All that we have labored for for the month of January, we give to you. We stand in awe of your power, in awe of your goodness, in awe of who you are. We offer to you, Lord. With a joyful heart, we offer to you because we know that as we are offering these first fruits to you, you are moving into our finances. Move into everyone's finances, O oh Lord. Let this year be our year truly of exceeding fruitfulness and great multiplication in our finances. Father, step into our finances in a very special way. Let us become millionaires this year in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is prospering you specially this year because you have placed him first in your life. You will see his power. You will see his favor. You will see his goodness. You will see his grace in your life. You will never lack anything good this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This month, February, is filled with goodness. Your bands will be filled with plenty. Yes. It will not be empty. It will be filled and overflowing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And your vine will burst forth with plenty. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see the Lord descending into your finances. Into your health. Into every aspect of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your business will flourish this year. Yes. That car that you have been longing for will come to you this year. At no cost. In the name of the little to no cost, in the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, God is granting you wisdom to build, wisdom to build, wisdom to marry. Yes, that child you have long been waiting for is coming to you this year, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, I see the Lord. Oh, I see the Lord descending, He's descending, descending into your finances into your finances the lord is multiplying the little for it to become plenty in the name of the lord jesus the miracle of multiplied bread is working in your house yes you will not lack anything good 
the Lord who gives us all things richly to enjoy is giving you good things this year in the name of the Lord Jesus. This year will be your best year ever. Your best financial year ever in the name of the Lord Jesus. This year you accomplish more than you have ever accomplished in your life. Yes. The Lord is going to surprise you. Yes. Ah, the Lord is, I see the Lord smiling. Smiling and laughing and saying that these people have provoked me. They have provoked me to give and I'll give to them. Yes. The Lord says, the Lord himself says he will give to you this year. Yes. Yes. It's happening practically in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sickness is far away from you. You are secured on every side. This is your insurance throughout the year. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, you are blessed with sanity, with calmness of mind, calmness of heart. Your feet will be washed with butter. The rocks will pour out for you oil. The sword of the Lord is drawn on your behalf. The Lord is waging warfare for you and giving you many victories throughout this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When the others are crying, you will have no option but to laugh because of the goodness of the Lord. You cannot cry like the others. Yes, the system is favoring you. Yes, the Lord is turning the whole system to favor you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed in your going out and in your coming in. Yes, you will see the goodness of God this year. And you will laugh your way through. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for this blessing. Even in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to give the Lord a big shout. Are you, why are you shouting? Because you have the victory. You have the victory. Your bands are filled with plenty. And your presses are bursting forth with what? With wine. With new wine. New wine. New wine. New wine. New wine. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. I see the Lord taking you higher and higher and higher. Glory. Brothers and sisters, the word of God cannot be broken. The word of God is working in your life. Yeah. Yeah. You will see, you'll be shocked. I tell you. I tell you, you'll be shocked. Finances by. Oh. Money you have never seen before. You will see them hitting your account. You will see them in your hands. Yes, it's coming, it's happening live in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh yes. Oh yes. Your giving will bring you a certain level of righteousness you never thought about. Oh yes. Yeah. It's a new level. It's a new day of real productivity. You will bear fruit this year. You will have the money that needs to you need to have. You will enjoy health throughout. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will see the blessings of God. The manifest bless, blessings of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast 
Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.